What's up, guys? This is a new podcast, Game Stoppers, where we will be talking about football and basketball. My name's Ethan. My name's AJ. And we are the two that will be hosting this podcast. And for you, you guys at home listening, I am a big Denver Nugget fan, Denver Bronco fan, pretty much anything Denver. And AJ? Uh, Golden State fan, New York Giants fan, um, Sucker's best shooter of all time. Got that out the way. All right. But we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about the plan, the NFL power rankings, and then we will be t- discussing what award should go to who for the NBA. Now, the big game. Everybody watched. Saw that thing on those highlights immediately right after that game. Got hundreds of thousands of views, bro. Right after that game. Everybody wanted to watch it, man. But Steph Curry putting up 37 points. You got Andrew Wiggins putting up 21. And you got Draymond Green doing Draymond Green things with nine rebounds, eight assists. But didn't come up with the win, came up short. LeBron hitting that clutch three, sending everybody on their feet. Well, for starters, it was a very close game. And when you think about how the Golden State Warriors have played all season, it was a very good game. For them to play LeBron and Anthony Davis pretty well, I think that was that was okay. And I'm not worried about the Warriors because I think that they will beat Memphis tomorrow. So I think I think they'll be fine. But you know, Lakers are first round exits. We all know that. Devin Booker and Chris Paul just have the magic going for them right now. I mean. Uh, I can't say too much about the Lakers because I don't, I don't really think they're that good this season. Well, listen, with the Warriors, I think I, I, was, I was hoping the Warriors would win. I think that would have been an awesome upset to see. And I told you I, I thought Curry was going to drop at least, at least 50 or 60 points. I thought that, but it ended up not happening. I mean, still dropped 37 on the Lakers' head, but – not enough to keep him afloat as LeBron hit that clutch three, man. I'm not I'm, I, now. I'm not like a big LeBron fan, but that three put him over. Um, and without that three, I think that the game would have gone into overtime, and that the Warriors definitely would have lost. I'm actually disagree with you right there. I think the Warriors would have hit something, not a three. I think they would have hit like a two. And I think Andrew Wiggins would have hit something. LeBron getting uh, picked, I think what would have happened if LeBron doesn't hit that three, I think Draymond grabs that rebound, passes it to Curry right away. Everybody's thinking it's going to Curry. And I think something will happen with a pick and roll to get Wiggins open. Either that or Steve Curry calls a timeout. Well, you know, I just just can't see that happening. I mean – the amount of turnovers that there were in that game, I just really didn't see that happening. I um, mean, there were 20 turnovers caused by the Golden State Warriors. Uh, with with that amount of turnovers, I see them either grabbing the rebound and losing it immediately, or them grabbing the rebound, taking it up the court, and then losing it immediately. So, you know. I mean, those are ifs, but if you did you watch the end of the press conference stuff with LeBron? Uh, I did not. You know, I was so angry after the game. Hey, I don't, I I don't blame you, man. I, I would have been frustrated, too. I would have shut that thing off if that was my my nuggets, man. But LeBron said I wasn't even aiming to make it. 
I was aiming for the rim. And he said in game that he thought there after that hit from Draymond Green, which I think I, I mean I'm surprised it wasn't a flagrant, but I mean I don't think that that it's going to cause you to cry, bro. Like you get obviously you get poked in the eye, but you you're not going to cry. You're six foot nine, two sixty pounds, man. You know, million dollars on your body. And you're telling me you can't stand Draymond Green? Exactly. I, I, I think he's got big rough hands, but. <laughs> Exactly, but I mean, LeBron said that he 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 was aiming for the rim. Uh, obviously, he made it, drilled it. Drake stood up. Michael B. Jordan stood up. Crazy. Um, I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe he hit that shot. But he did hit it over your guy Curry. But Curry's six foot three, so there's nothing he could have done there. Really. Um, you know, for LeBron James to come out with that lie that he saw five rims. Come on, man. LeBron James. You're supposed to be the chosen man. And honestly, before the game, he was hyping up Curry. I think he should be MVP and all of that. Mm-hmm. He was hy- and he's like, Yeah, my ankle's not hundred percent. I think he kind of did that to himself. I think a lot of people are, are going to use that to an excuse. So it's uh, big LeBron fans. I think they're going to say, Well, LeBron had a hurt ankle, as he said, it's not 100%. He said Curry's MVP, so that means Curry's MVP. <laughs> I mean, you obviously think he should be, but we're get, we'll get on to that later. Um, but I think he just hyped it all up. I mean, Curry showed us that he, he he's a top guard in the league. Which he is. He is. No he guy. truly is. Unless you count LeBron James as a guard, then, I mean, it, it, it would probably be him. I mean, Steph Curry – is the best guard in the league, and he's the best he's the best shooter of all time. So, what more can you say? True that. Then you got that Washington Celtics game. Embarrassing, mm-hmm. to say the least. Um, Russell Westbrook not showing up at all. It was completely disappointing. Uh, what, Jason Tatum dropped, what, 50? Yeah, he did. And Bannison. 17 for 17 one, on free throws. One guy. One, you let one guy drop 50. I mean, I see a lot of people saying Westbrook didn't show up, but the man got 20 points and uh, I think, what, 14 rebounds? Did he get his triple-double? He did not. That's what went wrong. That's what went wrong. If you got his triple-double, I promise you they would have won. That's you you think so. You think that's so. just the way he rolls. If he's making triple-doubles, they win. But, you see, the thing that bothers me is the Wizards are second in free throws attempted per game. Second. And you're still, like, they're second behind New Orleans. But you're still losing to the Celtics, who got more free throws in you that game. That that bothers me a I lot. Think, I think the problem with the game started with Bradley Bill. Bradley Beal did not show up. I will say that. He did not. He was off that first half, uh, maybe even third quarter. To me, he say. was quiet the whole game. He really was. Because if, if he had done something, you know, I would I would have noticed. I would. You mean, I mean, uh, like Bradley Beal, the man that was averaging 30, 35 this season. Everybody's like, this guy might win MVP. Scoring titles. Scoring yep, title. everybody was gassing him up. Uh, and honestly, I would gas him up too. He was he was on fire this uh, regular season, but twenty two points. 
for Bradley Beal. 10 for 25 field goal. Those were a quiet 21. One for six three point. You gotta make your you gotta make your um, gotta make your shots. It's that easy. You literally just gotta make your shots. And if you're not making them, you gotta you gotta pass the ball. I mean, Kemba put up 29 points, 10 for 24 field goal, and then Tristan Thompson. Personally, I like I like Tristan Thompson because he's a, he's just that guy that gets boards. No, Tristan Thompson. I can't mess with him, man. He was with the Kardashian sisters, wasn't he? Yeah. I'll get out of here, man. <laughs> Uh, the Kardashian sisters are a multi-sport athlete themselves. Ben Simmons. Oh, that Ben, ben, ben Simmons. Uh, Devin Booker. Yeah, Devin Booker. Crazy. But, nah. Uh, I mean, Tristan Thompson with those rebounds. But I don't think the Celtics will be able to go past the first round. I don't. I really don't. That East is stacked with big men. Who do the Celtics have to stop Embiid, who is going to go down as one of the greatest dominant centers in the league? Easy answer. Taco Falls. Ladies and gentlemen, Taco Falls is the best center to ever touch a basketball in this game. It's it's that easy. Yeah, you're, you're fun, dude. Remember, remember Taco Falls. Remember all that? Okay, you, you remember? Did you see? Did you see Taco Falls um his handles that one game? I forget. I forget which game it was, but after the game, the highlight was going all around. Yeah, where he's in the corner, bro. <laughs> and he did it between the legs. <laughs> you know, a little pump fake up and under. Now, I will say, Taco Falls is not the best player yet, but, I mean, he can definitely be somebody that's very valuable to the Celtics in the future if he gets his game on. You think he's going to be like a Yao Ming? No. I was going to say. I think he'll be like um, a new Oh, no, maybe like a yeah. I'll pick somebody tall. Maybe like a, a baby shack, you know, a skinny baby shack. A baby shack when that man's seven six. How yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I could, I could beat, I could beat. Um, I don't know. Beat him in a, I don't like, know what you're on right now. Before you came over, I don't know what you took. I don't know what you did to make you think about taco this way. Well, I just like taco. I, I like the hype. Because I remember when he was first drafted, I mean, everybody was so happy. And then when Brad Stevens put him into that one game, everybody started clapping. And I was like, okay, he's a cool dude. So, I mean, I can get behind talking about him. You want to say the same thing about Alex Caruso? Um, Alex Caruso, he's a, he's, a, he's a fine player, but he plays for the Lakers, so I don't like him. Because they beat your Warriors. No, anybody that plays for the Lakers, I don't like. It doesn't matter. I like Kobe Bryant. Chat. I like Shaq. That's that. Well, anybody that plays for the, for the Lakers this year, I don't like. All right. All right, moving on to the Pacers and the Hornets. Now, I told you before that game, Pacers will win. The Hornets are too young, and they can't do it. And you said, no, LaMelo's going to go off. What happened, bro? LaMelo, 14 points, 4 for 14 field goals with 4 assists. LaMelo Ball is very young, but he's, he's, a, very, he's a very good player. He's a, he's a very talented player. He, he has what it takes. To be the next Steph Curry. Now, the only reason I can the only reason I can say that no. is because I think that he will live up to the hype behind him. I think he will. He's definitely the best ball brother, and I think he'll go way further than all of the ball brothers combined. I agree. I agree with that, but I don't agree that he's going to be the next Steph Curry. 
people are saying Trey Young is going to be the next big Steph Curry when that man got drafted. He was pulling up from half-court rookie year, hitting his shots like Curry. You going to say uh, that about him too? Trey Young's game is one-dimensional. Honestly, it's he's no better than he can't play Newman. defense. I mean, he can't he can't play defense, man. It's either dribble dribble to the rack or dribble dribble shoot the shot. I mean, that's his game. Whereas Steph Curry is dribble dribble shot, 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 layup, shot, free throw. I mean, I think uh, coming off a of screen, Steph Curry is one of the best. He's lethal. He is, and you got to guard him. I think you should guard him over the half court. I don't think you should guard him. He's already getting, getting triple teamed. I don't understand what the point is. Uh, do you blame him? He's the only person on the team that's capable of doing something. Just I mean, to, just Clay. To Clay Thompson yeah, back. I was going to say Clay. And Kelly Oubre gets healthy. But nah, never mind. Nah. When I was watching that, anyway, back to the Pacers game. When I was oh. watching that Pacers game, man, Hornets were getting blown out by thirty. I'm surprised that coach did not rip into them. I didn't see him yelling at him at all. I mean, Terry, Terry Rozier. 7 for 20 on field goal, 0 for 9, 3 point, and 16 points that game. Making, that did not show. They're making, that did not show. They're making Terry Rocher a meme. They are. Well, on TikTok, oh, Terry. Every time he gets blocked, every time every time he misses a shot, that's what you see pop up on TikTok. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. embarrassing. It is. I'd say the only person that showed up that game for – the Hornets was Bridges and Cody Zeller. I know it's just like always. I mean, Miles Bridges has been pretty good this season. I, I like watching him play. I like watching his highlights. Um, Cody Zeller, he's very. I think he's very underrated, but he is a very, very important asset to the team. He is, and O'Shea Brissett. I think I'm saying his first name right, but that man was going off. Never heard of the dude. Never heard the guy. That I mean at. <laughs> As Flight React says, that's a no-buy. <laughs> but that man put up 23 points. That man was hitting that thing from deep. Mm-hmm. He was. And then Sabonis, I think he could have gotten a triple-double if they weren't up so much. He got 14 points, 21 rebounds, 9 assists. That first half, though, he was all about the assist game. You got to give it to the Pacers. I mean, they came out and they shot their shots. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't trying to. They weren't trying to rush the game. They weren't trying to do any of that. They just came out. They they put up their shots, and when they saw that they had a chance to run away with it, they did. Hey man, gotta hand it to the Pacers. Wasn't really hoping for them to win, but I figured they would. They're not an exciting team to watch, but I mean, I, I haven't heard anything about the Pacers all season. I I, I haven't either, but apparently that Doug McDermott fourteen points in that. First quarter, man, that, that, that's that's crazy, dude. Crazy. Now we get on to the final game, Merle. This one to me was boring. Watched a little bit of it. Just it was just boring. Spurs Grizz. Grizz one hundred to ninety six. I mean, did you watch the game? Uh, I watched highlights. I, I don't I blame. I couldn't get the game. I, I don't. Hey, I, I don't blame you, man. I would have watched the highlights, too. Um, DeMar put up 20 points. He was 5 for 21 field goal, and he was 10 for 11 on free throw. And then Valanchunas for the Grizz, I think he did really well. I really do. I think he did what he was supposed to. 
what he came there for, what they expected out of him. 23 points, 23 rebounds. Well, Crazy. DeMar DeRozan definitely sold the game for Spurs. Um, I think that DeMar really could have done way better passing the ball. And he did not pass the ball much. I will say that. Um, he's that not, man got three assists. He's not really. He's not really that. You know, it takes a team to win a basketball game. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And if you if you've only got three assists at the end of the game, you're definitely not playing the game the right way. Oh yeah, but in the, in the modern day NBA, I would drop like what twenty one assists a game. I mean, it's just that simple. You know, if you're not making shots, get the ball with somebody who is. Again, do not know what you came over here with, but don't do that again. Um, I thought, you know, this whole season, the Spurs from the games that I watched, I watched like probably 12 Spurs games this season. They're a high-energy team. They really are. But I didn't see it last night. I really didn't from the, the young guys. Lonnie Walker, DeJounte Murray. I mean, Jacopotl. I just did, didn't see it. I really didn't. I can tell you why the Spurs lost last night. Why? Because the man, the myth, the legend, J.A. Grant, ladies and gentlemen. The guy's a beast, okay? He is, but, I mean, he put, hey, he put up 24, 20 points, uh, 20.6 assists and six rebounds. He was, he was out there, but the most underrated player, I think, in the NBA one of the most, I will say that. Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks, man. That man put up 24 points for 10 for 21 on field goal. Bro, that's crazy to me. Now, I haven't I haven't seen too much of Dylan Brooks, but when I have, the highlights have been, like, really good. I, and that's so far highlights. Um, there, was, there was a game that I watched my Nuggets play against him. This was about mid-season. He lit us up. <laughs> The Warriors have never let that happen, and I don't think they ever did, but continue. Man, you always got dog on my boys, man. All right. Now that we got the play-in over with, let's talk about these rankings. I'll pull them up for you. Number one, Kansas City Chiefs. You agree with that? I don't. Who do you think should – don't you say Giants, bro. <laughs> don't you say Giants, man. Be serious with this one because okay. we all know you haven't been serious lately, man. If I had to go with anybody to be the number one seed for the next season, I'd have to go with the Saints. Uh, the Saints have a lot of good players coming back um, next year, and I think that they'll be putting up a lot of points. I really do. I think Alvin Kamara will pop off like crazy. You think he'll be the best running back in the league? No. Top three? No, top five. Saquon Barkley will be the best running back in the league. All right, number two. <laughs> Just going to breeze right, right over that. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You agree with that? I personally, I think, I think Tampa should be three. I really do. I don't think Tampa's going to go back. I, I don't think they can. Um, I think they're going to get blown out by the teams who did way better in the draft this year. Uh, I think they're going to get blown out by the Giants, of course. I think they'll lose. No, I think they'll beat. So, okay. <laughs> the, um, the Buccaneers, 
They'll go. They'll go sixteen and one. Or no, they'll go one and sixteen. I mean, their one win Stop, will bro. definitely Stop. be against the Denver Nuggets. I mean, oh my god, it's the thing on basketball. The Broncos. So um, I don't even think they versus the Broncos a fan this season. I think they do because it's isn't it? Don't they? No, I don't think they do. Oh, okay. Well, besides think- that, besides the jokes, um, I don't think the Buccaneers will be able to redo it. Uh, I think that they're top five, but I don't think they're going to be able to do it like they did it last year. I think that's Mahomes is coming out on a kill threat right now. So, but, but yet you say that they're not number one. No, they're not. Okay, well. We got the Buffalo Bills, number three. How do you feel about that? I agree with that. I think that's a really good I think that's a really good pick. Um, the Buffalo Bills are coming off a very exciting season last season. I like I enjoyed watching them play. I like Josh Allen. Uh, I like I like Stephon Diggs. It's a very good team. It's a young team. A very, very young. Very good now team. this is the team that I got for my number two. I think the Buccaneers will be right behind. And the reason why I say that. Now the Buccaneers' defense, top. I think it's number number one, arguably in the league. I honestly think so. That team's young, and they're just going to improve on that defense, man. Not the Buccaneers being young. I'm I'm talking about their defense. But I just think the Bills are hungrier. They're hungrier. So I think that they'll be number two. They've had basically the same team still since last season. Uh, and that defense is also really good with that secondary with Micah High, Jordan Poyer, and Tredavious White. Okay. Number four, L.A. Rams. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got to disagree. I think that's really bad. I think that that's their top. Horrible. Their top three defense. I think that's horrible. Why? The Rams? I, I just don't. I just. I just don't. They see got them. rid of golf. They got. They got. It doesn't matter who you get rid. They of. got Stafford though. He, he's. I think he's an underrated QB. He really is. With his time in Detroit, anything could go wrong. The in Detroit. Only, the only. The only star on that team I can ever see is you know Aaron Donald. What about Ramsey? No. Ramsey was a top corner in the league last year. That's if a team I think he was number one. You. That's if a team passes against you. Running? I mean, now, Ramsey could tackle. He's. I think he's the best tackling corner that we've ever seen. I mean, obviously, you got Deion Sanders. That man can well, do you, you don't But I'm not my, going to compare him to Deion. You don't want to hear my opinion on who the best cornerback in the league is right now. <laughs> well, okay, let, I actually want to know. Who's the best corner in the league? It's simple. I have to go with Eli Apple. He's an ex-giant, so that means he's obviously taking his talent and he he, he took it with him. I mean, well, the guy's insane. No, well, I'm just no, joking. Yeah, I'm just just joking. But who do you think, though? Um, the best corner in the league. I mean, you got Gilmore. You got uh, Jair Alexander. You got Marlon Humphreys. Ramsey, who's the best corner. I mean, he held Devontae, I think, I'm not going to say it, but I think that Devontae's either one or two. I'm not going to say which one because I don't want to get heated on for that. Um, I mean, he held him. Uh, well, I mean, 
let's speak the truth. I could hold DeAndre Hopkins, man. I could put Devontae. him on. DeAndre. Devontae. Devontae Adams? No, we're talking about Hopkins. No. Oh. Did I say DeAndre? Yeah. Oh, no, that's my bad. I meant Devontae. I could hold I could hold Devontae in my arms easily. Shoot. Switch us around. Put me at receiver and put Devontae at cornerback. I'm taking his ankles all day, every day. Put Devontae at corner? Yes. Put me <laughs> at receiver and I'm taking his ankles. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. Okay. But the number one receiver in the league right now, it's, it's definitely Kenny Oliver. All right. Now that that's out the way, continue. All right. We're going to go into number five. We got the Green Bay Packers. That's all wrong. I, I don't think they'll – I I don't. I really don't. Because Rodgers is going to play. Flat out. They're not. I don't think that they'll even make the top ten. Green Bay. Unless Jordan Love shows us something, which I don't think he will. He's gone. I don't think he's had too much experience actually on the field, has he? Last season did he? Who? Jordan Love? I don't, th- I don't think he had a snap. I don't think that's a good idea. He might have had a couple. I think, uh, I think he might have. Uh, during the Buccaneers Green Bay game, where it, it depends on how the preseason goes. If I like what I see in the preseason, then maybe. But other than that, I don't see him making that impact like like a like a Jalen Hurts. I don't. Hey man, I'm still I'm still hoping Rodgers go over, goes over to Denver. We I think it. he'll leave. I think he'll leave. Hey, I don't think they're giving him what he Denver wants. Denver's up there. I hope he doesn't go to those Raiders, man. I would, I'd be so mad. Even though even though Aaron Rodgers is kind of crying right now. Do you blame the man, though? Do you blame him? I mean, if you get rid of management, yeah. Okay, that's one thing. If you want to get rid of management, if you want to add new players, I mean, that's well, another thing. Well, let's talk about uh, Rodgers, though. I, I'm, I'm sticking up for that man. When they when they got rid of Mike McCarthy, they, they didn't tell him. They didn't tell him, hey, we're going to get this kid, Matt LaFleur. <laughs> they, ain't going, they didn't tell him we're going to get that new coach. And, they, and then they trade up to draft Jordan Love. Nobody told him that. And that, that's kind of dirty. That is going behind his back as your number one QB to pick up another QB. And they traded up. It kind of signifies that he's not going to be their starting QB anymore. And that's how I would take it. And I think that's how he's saving it. Anyway, we got number six. We got Baltimore. Action Jackson. I don't think – I think they're too high. ESPN thinking Sammy Watkins is going to make that big of a difference. Uh, I, I don't. Think, I mean, I actually think Lamar is going to have a breakout season. I think he's still one-dimensional. Uh, I don't want to sound like a 10-year-old child or anything, but Lamar Jackson is the best running back in the league. No matter, no matter how you feel about it, Lamar Jackson is the best running back in the league. But – I don't think he has all that much talent around him. I think he has a good. I think he has a good offense and an okay defense. But okay, an okay defense. An okay defense. That secondary is like really good. You got no, that's Marcus an okay Peters. defense. But you know, I just don't think that offense is good enough. Yes, they say defense wins games. Defense wins championships. It ain't games. <laughs> it's championships. Let me tell you about me, Super Bowl Fifty, no, man. No, to me, a championship is just another game. That's how I'm. That's how I'm. You know, that's how I am. You know. I think that's how almost any NFL player is. Number seven, Cleveland. They're too You think that they'll be up high? Yeah, I do. I think that they'll be one of the best teams. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Um. Uh, 
You got to think of their defense, who they added. They got Miles Garrett. They got Jadavion. Oh, no, Beckham Jr. Denzel Ward. Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. And then it's a, it's uh, Jack Conklin. I think their O-line's really good. I, I think that addition last year with Jack Conklin They're honestly the coming out to kill. And I, I'm all for it. I, I'd like to see it. I don't. I didn't like to see when the Browns snapped their losing streak last year. I was, you know, I was just hating for no reason after that Eagles game. I wanted everybody to lose. I was hoping the league just straight up shut down. But <laughs> I'm okay with seeing the Browns win this year. Hey, Amen. I hope they do. I'm I'm all for the Brownies, man. They have had a rough decade. The fans need it. And they really do. They need that playoff hope. Seattle, number eight. Um, I think they're fine where they're at. I, I that will line. It don't. It ain't going. I'd probably put them a little bit lower. Yes, you have um, you have DK Metcalf. He's a he's a solid player. If his hands are there when the season starts, hey man, hopefully he fix those hands. That would be that would be something to see. If his yeah. hands are there when the season starts, I'm going to be a little bit scared. Now, I will say this about Seattle. That team is not the team that they are without Tyler Lockett on offense. Well, I mean, Tyler Lockett was an understatement. He, he's that season. wild card of that team. He, was, he, was, he felt very silent to me last season. I feel um, like he, he was in the clutch. Cardinals. That Cardinals game where he went off for touchdowns? Hey, oh, what, have four or five touchdowns? That's what I'm saying. In the clutch? I will pick Tyler Lockett over anybody. I got killed in fantasy last year because of that. <laughs> that man dropped 70 points on my head, man. I was so upset. Nobody did better in fantasy last year than Aaron Jones. But he was he was weird. He was weird. He was on and off. He was like 50, 10, 70, 10. You didn't 30. have him. But, but, hey, it all starts with my Travis Kelsey. All right. Number nine, San Fran. Defense is healthy. Trey Lance, Jimmy G, George Kittle skills. Yeah. Um, Lions defense they got back, I think, is the second best tackle in the league, Trent Williams. I think, I feel where the 49ers are at in this ranking, I feel it's fine. But on a pay-per-view, yeah, it's fine. But in real life, I don't think they'll do that well. Mike Bosa, one of the best head rushers, though. Well, I mean... Just because you have one or two star players, I, that doesn't mean you're guaranteed wins. You yes, know? that is. And I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Nick Bosa. I mean, but like, I just don't see them doing too well. There's that there's that organization that just can't do well. You know, Cowboys. All right, we're that is true. But number ten, Tennessee. They're too low. You think that? You think Tannehill can do that? I'm not worried about Tannehill. You're worried about the tank. I'm worried about the machine, baby. That man is Derrick Henry. Oh, boy, that man helped me in fantasy last year. Did you see his off-season workouts? That man was doing push-ups on a band with chains <laughs> on his back. <laughs> this man was doing ab workouts on a tightrope. Come on, man. That man, is, he's it's a different, different breed out there. He, I think he's like a Kawhi Leonard. I'm trying, to do, league, man. I'm trying to do what he's doing. Now, I will say this. I don't know why the Chargers aren't top 10. They fixed that O-line. They got a defense, a young, talented defense, a healthy Derwin James now. We got Justin Herbert coming into his second season. 
got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, who I think is an underrated receiver in the league. Austin Eckler still there? No, I think I think he left. Pretty sure. Then they, you brought in Jared Cook. Mm-hmm. Now I, I'm gonna say this: like, I'm gonna preach that O line. I'm gonna preach that O line. They fixed that O line right up for that man Herbert. That's a star right there. They got young talent. If young, Justin, young talent. Justin Herbert can keep swinging it like he did last game. I think it'll be good. They'll make a run. They'll make a run. Number eleven, Arizona Cardinals. I told you, I told you after the draft, I said Arizona Cardinals will not make the playoffs. That is my hot take. They will be the worst in their division too. I can see it. I can honestly see it. I can see where things will go wrong. Honestly. If you look at a pattern of things, I feel like everything has a pattern, no matter what it is. I feel like um, I feel like Hopkins has had too many good seasons in a row. I think he's done. <laughs> you I think, think he's done. You think, you think the number two or number one receiver in the league again? I'm not going to go there. Who's better, Hopkins or Monte? You think he'll he'll go off? Uh, like will be bad? I do. Now I would have understood if you said JJ would have been bad or Chandler Jones. You know. Patrick Peterson is gone, but that secondary is kind of iffy now. The defense, the defense is okay, and like you said, defense wins championships. But the offense, I'm a little bit worried about. Um, that man, Isabella, right? Andy Isabella. I'm pretty sure they kept that man. Um, I mean, he's he's an okay receiver, but he's not enough to turn the tide of the game. Yeah, but hey, man, back to that defense win championships. That's how the Buccaneers won. No. That was just a sad game in general. I mean, they the got Chiefs, that edge rush. The Chiefs line did not show up at all. I'm, what do you mean? They got Schwartz that was injured. Eric Fisher called so out. What? There. I mean, Ethan. God, there, no put me on that Chiefs offensive line, and I'm blocking everybody. I mean, pancakes left and right. Patrick Mahomes, I'm guarding you all by myself, okay? You will be fine if you're behind me. For... Uh, <clears throat> Those of you at home that are wondering what this man looks like, this is a five foot eight kid talking about a good one thirty on pounds. Um, this dude watches anime daily. But anyway, back to the list. Indianapolis, bleh. Indianapolis. Yeah, that I can never say that. The Colts, number twelve. I'm fine. I'm fine with it too. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Some of these I'm just going to blow past. Vikings. No, too, I think they're nah. too high. Nah, too high. Yeah. All right, fourteen. We got Miami. Kind of agree. To a little little I'm a big fan, man. Viola. I think I think they'll have a great season next year. They lost. They lost. Uh, oh shoot, what was his name? That linebacker. He went over to the Patriots again. Hey. I still think though I think they'll be a good team. Tua has that he has that thing about him. What what about what about TikTok TikTok boy? Corvette Corvette. His team, bro. Pittsburgh <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. They went from an undefeated start last year to being ranked number fifteen this year. That says something. It says that people are losing faith in them, and I'm all for it. Hey man. I, you know, I was a big fan of uh, TikTok Boy uh, when his rookie season was, but I think he's honestly just a second secondary receiver. Oh I do. My God. 
I think, a lot, I, think, I think a lot. <laughs> I think I think a lot of people would agree on me with that, though. On that team, Chase is definitely number one. I mean, I, I look at the guy's TikToks. I look at the work he's putting in. You know, you know. Hey, man, he's been the guy was literally been... making a TikTok during practice. You know, he's getting that work in. You know for sure. All right, here we go. Here's here's America's team. Not my team. Not my team either. The Dallas Cowgirls, number 16. I don't care what any of you say. I, I, they are the Dallas Cowgirls, number 16. They're too high. Too high. Oh, uh, well, I mean, no, too high. I'm not, I know. Charter, 17. This is the team that I think is top 10. I mean, they picked up Corey Lindsley, one of the best centers in the league. Hey. That is why also Aaron Rodgers was mad. They dropped Corey Lindsley without anybody telling him. His offensive line is ruined. Now that the Chargers got Bulaga and Lindsley, who are the two Packers offensive linemen that went over there, Rodgers is stuck there with Bakhtiari, who can chug a beer better than he can. So that that's kind of rough already. Now that the Chargers have that line, and Justin will have um, all that time in the pocket. I think they'll be able to get some good passes off. I think the I, only thing that's bad on that team is that man's haircut. Hey, I kind of like his haircut, man. I don't know. You know, he's, he's very brave. Very, very brave young man. Anyway, here's your number one. Number 18, though. New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, let me get this right. Drew retired, didn't he? Yes. And who's their starting quarterback now? Taysom Hill, because I think... Uh, Jameis Winston went down with an injury this offseason. I'm not against it. I used to taste him all the time at Madden. He's okay. I know. I literally know. <laughs> I know. He's okay. I feel that He's not time. your ideal quarterback. And for a guy that they call the Swiss Army Knife, I wouldn't put him in a starting position. I honestly, I think he's overrated. And the reason why I'm going to tell you this right now is because that man played a couple games this season, went off. People are already like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. This guy, this guy's something. Like, he's really good. Like, obviously, we knew he was really good, but I think they're praising him way too much. It's because when you have that player that can come off the bench and just destroy everybody for no reason, Alex. with no regards to their life. <laughs> Alex I mean, Caruso. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you got a 5'6 ball man dunking on you. I don't know how I would feel. Me being 5'8. You got a 5'6, 20 year old ball man. He ain't even 20. He's in, how old is he? He's like 26. Even worse. The guy's almost 30. You got a ball man dunking on him. I just don't know how I would feel. Uh, all right. Number 19. I agree with this. Uh-huh. New England. Do you agree? I think I think it's okay. I think they'll do better than that. I Number twenty, Washington football team. Honestly, I agree. Uh, I actually, I think, I think, I think, uh, I think you can put Washington ahead of New England, bro. I think you can. I just, I just don't feel the vibes from Washington. They got a really I, good defense. I, that I pass like rush, okay, is like scary. You. But think about it. The Giants were playing with a subpar offensive line last year. Mm-hmm. Were they not? I would say that a line now, is like below average. 
much. I have not checked what defensive stuff they've done in the offseason, but for the Giants to shut down their line, I mean, come on, man. Hey, they got hey, but they got Curtis Samuel, and on top of that, they have Terry McLaurin, scary Terry. Oh man, I'm not scared of Terry McLaurin. I went to the game in person last year. You did. I know for a fact they're not scary. Okay. Is that because Taylor Heineke was not on the field? <laughs> well, now with Ryan Fitzpatrick, I guess we'll just get a bunch of interceptions anyway. So who cares? Atlanta 21. Honestly, I think they should be lower, but I'm not going to talk about that unless you want to. No, I do not. Las Vegas Raiders 22. Get that out of here. Yeah, I think they no, should be you, lower. No, actually, there's something I want to do with that. So I've been seeing a lot of Instagram posts, and it was showing all the additions to the teams that um, all the additions that the teams had made. So you got people picking up quarterbacks and receivers, and it came down to the Raiders. And the Raiders had nothing. But you know what addition they did add to their team? Defensive end. Nope. A right tackle that nope. they didn't need? A $20 million DJ booth to the stadium. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I hope they that... their money on a tackle when they probably really... Yeah. I hope that DJ booth can catch some good touchdowns, but continue. All right, here we go. Here's the money. Oh, New York Giants, number 23. At least they're not number 32. Um, Why would they be behind <laughs> the Texans or the Lions, dude? If they're behind that, that ESPN guy was drunk. This is a very this is a very important year for Daniel Jones as a quarterback. Um, if he doesn't show up this year, I think he will either be demoted or booted. And um, you know, we had a lot of good, a lot of good pickups this year. We got a lot of good offensive linemen coming back next year because you know they went on the COVID list. So we'll have a lot of good offensive linemen coming back. Yeah, he's got the speedster, John Ross. Dude, don't worry about nothing. John Ross, Kadarius Tony, ladies and gentlemen. I saw a video of him on his first day of practice. Man lost his cleats, so the man was doing his workouts on his bare feet. Come on. Guy's insane. He's an insane route runner, and I think he'll just do, you know, which do him. You got Kyle, Kyle Rudolph as your tight end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got no hands, Evan Ingram. If Evan Ingram drops the ball too many times, at least we have Kyle Rudolph we can rely on. That man, when it's in his hands, it's not going out. Hey, when hey, especially in that red zone, bro. Exactly. He's lethal. He's lethal. Number twenty-four, Chicago Bears. I agree. 25, Panthers, I agree. Yeah. Now, this is where I get upset. This is where I get upset. Ladies and gentlemen, grab your tissues. Ethan's about to start crying to you guys. Number 26 is my Denver Broncos. Now, wait a minute. This this is right here is baloney to me, man. We are a top five defense. We have number one on secondary. You cannot tell me otherwise. We have Kareem Jackson. Justin Simmons, who I think is a top three safety in the league. Quote me on that. I don't care. Stamp it. Whatever. And then we got Kyle Fuller, who's a veteran. Chicago. I think I think he is like one like a really good corner. I really do. Then we got Patrick Sertan. Patrick Sertan, the rookie, is a really good corner. Out of Alabama, that man's gonna be lethal. He is. Then we picked up Darby, who I think is just gonna be a role player. 
Then we got Bryce Callahan, one of the most underrated corners in the game. We brought back Vaughn. Vaughn is back from injury. We have Vaughn and Bradley Chubb coming on either end. That is scary. That is lethal. And then we got Corlin Sutton, who's about ready to come back. Drew Locke, who's been taking lessons from Peyton Manning. Oh, man. You never know. We are old offensive line, though. Quinn Mirnes? That dude was lessons. a beast. He didn't even take lessons from the best Manning brother. So, you know. We're not even going yet. <laughs> but Quinn Mirnes, that center is elite. We picked him up from the draft. That man's going to be something, man. He really, really is. Now, I'm sad. As a Broncos fan, to see Philip Lindsay gone. He should be. Nah, they did him dirty. I'm kind of mad about that. But uh, he went to Houston. But, yeah, hey, we, we, have a, we have that rookie uh, out of, uh, I think, Penn State or North Carolina that we got for the running back. That dude looks like a beast. He is a tank. Now, we got Melvin, in, uh, Melvin Gordon, top 10 tight end. Tight end. Noah fan. I think he's top set. I'm, I'm going to say that right now. Top seven. Top seven tight end. No offense. I think top three receiver that came out of the draft of 2020, mm-hmm. okay. Jerry Judy. Wow. Okay. And a reorganized Garrett Bowles. Okay. Yep. Sorry. I just I just had it. Yeah. I didn't even go off about that. Oh, my God. Yep. The Philadelphia Eagles. Number 27. They deserve to be there. They do. Um, I don't know who the coach of the Eagles is right now. I can't remember if he got booted or not, but whatever happened to him, it deserves to happen. This guy literally threw the what was it? The Redskins game? This guy literally threw the Redskins oh, yeah. game in order to obtain a draft pick. Okay? Oh, yeah. Now, if I'm Jalen Hurts, I'm angry at the coach. Oh, I, I would, I would, I would be too. But hey, they got Devonte Smith, dude. I did. I'm just up on last season. If I'm Jalen Hurts, I'm angry at the coach. I'm, I'm there to win games. Doug throw Peterson, them away. Doug Peterson, man. Not, I'm not there to throw them away. But hey, never know. I think honestly, Jalen Hurts kind of overrated. Played played a couple games and then and he's like, oh my god, he's popping off right now. But he is. Every to me, to me, I as a Broncos fan, last season everybody's like, Drew Locke is going to look good. He he's been doing good in the off season, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I gotta see this man play. I do. Same thing with this season. I gotta see this man play. You are not getting my respect if you play four games and pop off. <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're not going to get my respect. You got to play at least. 10 games, regular season games, or more, to get my respect. Ladies and gentlemen, put me in the Eagles head coaching spot, and I'm simply winning 17 games. I mean, it's just too easy. Don't they have, like, the easiest schedule this year? Uh, No, that would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have the easiest schedule this year. Yeah, it doesn't make sense for somebody that comes off the Super Bowl Uh, to obtain the easiest schedule. Well, usually that happened in New England when Tom Brady was there, so... Okay, yeah, so it's just a Tom Brady thing. Yep. Next, we got the Jets. Honestly, we're just going to skip past that because it is the Jets. Now, Cincinnati. That hurts. That ranking hurts. does. 29, Joe Burrow. I mean, they did not fix that offensive line when I was watching the draft, and they drafted Jamar Chase, which was obviously a teammate of Joe Burrow, so they're listening to their quarterback, which I like. I really – I just – 
I don't get why you draft him. Draft an O-line. Do you care about Burrow? Or do you care about his opinions? Well, I'll tell you. Do you care about his safety or his opinions? I've, I've got a very, I've got a very, I've got a very fragrant opinion. Okay. All right. Put this down. Mark it in your calendar. All right. I'm going to write this. I'm going to write this in my calendar, and I'm going to write this on a notebook. Joe Burrow will go down as one of the best quarterbacks of all time. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Mark that down. Simply, he's, 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 he's built different. Okay? They got to protect him, though. They do. Uh... Being him, him being a quarterback, he's kind of—he's a bigger guy, isn't he? He's—he's he's, no, no, actually, I think he's the right size. Actually. I think he's an average quarterback height. Now I agree with this. That's coming up. Number thirty, Jacksonville. <laughs> I don't think Urban Meyer will do anything. Now I'm an o- Ohio State fan. I am. Now I remember when he coached. I don't think he'll do anything. I don't. Well, because just because. Timothy Tebow is there. Yeah. And playing tight end. When you you're just coming there to bring fans in at that point. Trevor Lawrence is there. Uh DJ Chark. Just don't really think anything's gonna happen. Marvin Jones is back there too. Instead of spending your money on somebody good, you sign Tim Tebow to a one year contract at tight end. Do I think he'll be good? I think Maybe. he'll score a touchdown. Maybe. I think he'll I think he'll play a role as Taysom Hill did. I think he's out of shape. I don't know hey, what kind of workout that, they gave him. Hey, he's in that baseball shape. I feel like they gave him an aptitude test, and he passed that. So then just like, that's hey, good he enough. Officially, but he officially signed that contract this year. I think it was today. He officially signed it. Hey. He is a Jacksonville Jaguar. I'm excited <sighs> to see that. I'm excited to see Detroit, that. 31, expected, and then Houston, 32. No words are needed for that. <laughs> because we all know... Detroit's Detroit. They got golf now. They're just even more Detroit. Now, I did like that pickup, though. Of Penny Sua, that uh, tackle from Oregon. I really did. I like that. Build that offensive line. Huh? The Giants had him in their their draft, in their draft notes. I saw them. I saw them a few times. (laughs) Yeah, but they traded down because they did not want Devontae Smith. I mean, they traded... Yeah, they traded it down. They traded it down because Devontae Smith was picked up. And then the Cowboys traded the Eagles a mm-hmm. pick. Mm-hmm. And then the Eagles picked up whoever else the Giants were going to pick up. I was just angry. After I'm that, sure, I'm sure you were. I turned it off. I I'm sure you were. Over. But I love that. Uh, I was confused about the Patrick Sertan pick. really was. I, I was expecting Fields. I really was. <laughs> I was. I was hoping that, too. But Sertan, I think they try to make it silent. They try to make it silent to get this man. I'm not. I'm not complaining. I would have. I would have liked Michael Parsons too if he went to us. I think Michael Parsons will be defensive player, rookie defensive player of the year yeah. for a rookie. Um, I'm gonna have to politely disagree with you. But, yeah. um, polite. I like that. And Texans are Texans with that 32. Watson. Hey, if Deshaun Watson may the Lord help you. If Deshaun Watson comes back and plays, which he won't, he's definitely done with Houston. But Houston's not done with him yet. No, it's the same thing with the uh, same exact thing with Green Bay. 
<laughs> You're just trying to squeeze all the juice out of them. But, uh, you know. You're our savior. They're as getting as, on their hands and knees at this point. As soon as you traded J.J. Watt, that connection was ruined. Okay. No, that connection was ruined when Jay, when everybody, even Texans players, Andre Johnson, Aaron Foster, Brian Cushing, were like sending out emails to them, sending out tweets, everything. Get out of Houston, Watson. <laughs> even J.J. Watt was saying, you got to get out of here, dude. There you have just bad organization. Anyway, you got anything else to say about this? I do not. I'm uh, I'm generally okay with the rankings. I think I think Broncos are top fifteen. Don't care what anybody says. After after a preseason, I'll know for sure. I think that goes for most people. When the starters get a little bit of playing time, and we'll I think see. after the first two weeks, for first two four weeks, you can, I can tell, tell after the first yeah. week, man. Uh, first week, a lot of people are rusty. All right. Here comes the money stuff. NBA awards. Let's start with MVP. Who do you got for MVP? Well, you know, when you look at ESPN, Steph Curry's not even top three. Steph Curry's not even top five, is he? He's top three. Oh, he is? Mm-hmm. Oh, he moved up then. since the last time I saw it. Um, he is number three. I have Steph Curry at number one. Uh, I think the rankings go... Jokic, Embiid, and then Curry. Mm-hmm. Insane, considering the fact that Joel Embiid hasn't done anything to help his team this season. That's a hot take, ladies and gentlemen. Right there, that is a hot take. Joel what? Embiid has not done but anything. But I will say this. Season. When he was out, Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris did step up and still make sure that team was still good. I will say that. Nicole. Who they got? Doc Rivers? Coach? I think so, because uh, Clippers got Tyron Lue. But, um... Nicole Jokic at number one. See, I, I'm okay with it because I can understand where people are coming from, but I just have to disagree with it. I just, you know, yes, Nicole Jokic is a big man and he's putting up impressive numbers, but Steph Curry is six foot, triple teamed, still chucking up threes and making them at a high percentage. That's just the way I feel about that. And when he's in the paint, he's, he's slashing, you know, he's taking down everybody. Well, for my number one, I got the MVP, the true MVP that everybody's got, the Joker, Nikola Jokic of my Denver Nuggets. Man, let me tell you, that man is averaging 25, 26 points per game, 10.8 rebounds, mm-hmm. last time I checked, and 8-point-something assists. That's almost a triple-double. You realize that? Yeah. That man's almost averaging a triple-double, and he's averaging one one point-something steals per game. I'm going to just say one steal. Now, he's not good defensively. I will say that. But he's played every game, and the minute Murray went down, I was worried. I was. I was, I was so worried. I told my dad. I was like, Dad, I don't know. We, we, we might hurt. We might not. But I'm, I'm going to still stick with it. We will still be good. Jokic didn't take that. Any, anyway, he said, I'm going to still go out there and I'm going to still ball. And the scary thing with Jokic is you don't know what Jokic you're going to get. Like, are you coming to into a game to stop Jokic from scoring? Okay, I'm going to pass on you. I'm going to get my oh, 10, 15 assists, and I'm still get those boards. Oh, coach, you need me to score? All right, I'll score for you. Ladies I'm going to get 25, 35 points per game. 
points for this game. Oh, you want me to do both, Coach? I'm going to assist and I'm going to pass. I mean, I'm going to assist and I'm going to score and I'm going to get those boards. Put me in a game against Nikola Jokic and I'm simply shutting him down. It's that simple. Uh, okay, flight. I don't. I don't think I don't think the Koliokis could guard me anyway. So if he can't guard me, honestly, he that man me? he can't guard perimeter. That is something that I see every game. But he's not meant for that. He's not. If your man goes to the perimeter, you're not just gonna let him shoot. You gotta go get him. Uh, you do. You do. You do indeed. For number two, who you got for MVP? Um, Russell Westbrook. He, they're so silent about him. They're so silent. But about you called him. this man a bum. He is a bum. <laughs> you can't just go from calling this man a bum to calling this man second in MVP. Hey, the numbers he's putting up. You're putting crazy. him ahead, Jokic. Yeah, I am. Embiid. Yeah, I am. Julius Randle. Yeah, yeah. Giannis. I am. LeBron. Giannis has been real quiet this season. LeBron sucks. Okay. All right, well, I'm going to just give you my number two because I don't even want to. No, no, no. <laughs> Do you, uh, explain your reasoning. Isn't Russell Westbrook literally averaging a triple-double? By your standards, Nikola Jokic is almost averaging a triple-double. I'm going to show you this man's stats. I'm going to show you because I know, I know, I know you don't know this man's stats. He's averaging a triple-double. No. He's not? I don't think he is. I think he is. Let's look at this. Bro, if you want to put you want to put this on something, you want to put this on something, man. The last time I checked, you're broke. The last time I checked, I'm not broke. First, it's too bad for <laughs> I got money for all that anime stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think this man is averaging a triple double? I, I do. For the Wizards, I just I just want to make this clear. Oh. Let's go! What did I tell you? Wow. This guy's literally averaging a triple-double. Yeah, but... But, by your standards, that makes him MVP. But, it, but, is he make... but I said he has to be impactful, too. Is he impactful? Uh, To his team? Yes. To the game? No. But it takes more than one person to make a game. He's impactful to his team, huh? He is. Hmm. Is that why they lost? Dude, uh, it takes it takes more than one to win a game. Listen. Oh, it does? So is that why when you said Jalen Brown, I mean not Brown, is that why you said Jason Tatum carried? Jason Tatum did carry. He did. Yeah. But and you said that he also won. He did. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, bro. Uh, hey, I, you know, I'm I'm curious. Who you got number three? Nicole Yovich. Okay. Well, here's my. But that, that was, it only makes sense. Okay. Here, here's my two. Number two. I got Curry. For reasons that man is unbelievable. I think this is his, his, one of his primes, bro. Number three, I got Joel Embiid. I do. Let's go on to Rookie of the Year. I think we both got the same dude. Yep. Lamelo. Lamelo. Yep. The best ball brother that ever not, stepped foot on the court. Yeah, we're not we're not even going to talk about but why. Just one thing, just wait, just wait till they pick up LeAngelo next year. It'll be insane. We'll have a ball brother family reunion. Not really. Yeah, pick up Lonzo. Nah, you don't want Lonzo. All right, who you got number two? Um, Anthony Edwards. All right, me too. Me too. Me too. Who you got number three? Anthony Anthony Simmons over Tyrese Halliburton. 
He plays for the Kings, man. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. You can't just base it off of that. Yes, you can. It has to be. You want to say Julius in the team. You want you want to say. Contribution to the Saints. So, so let me so let me get this straight. If the Hornets didn't have Miles Bridges, mm-hmm. Terry Rozier, mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward, mm-hmm. Cody Zeller, mm-hmm. actually let's say Cody Zeller is still there, and Lamelo Ball is doing the same exact stuff he's doing now. Okay, okay, but not in the playoffs. He's not making the playoffs, but he's doing the same exact stuff he's doing now. He's still going to put him at one. Yeah, I am. No, why not? Burton over Anthony Simons, which I don't even know why he's making that top list <laughs> over people like Obi Topman, Facundo, Capazzo for my Nuggets. It's it's because he's 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 a different type of player. You know, it's not the usual type of player you see. Because you saw him in a dunk contest. No, no. <laughs> By the way, guys, that was the only time I've ever seen him. Um, <laughs> that was the first and yeah. last time. I've seen him in a game. I think one game for like maybe. What about like Desmond Bain? Twenty-five seconds. What about Desmond Bain? I haven't. I can't really. I can't really say a number three because you know. Do I you even know who he is? Who Desmond Bain? Um, he plays for the Seventy Sixers. See this team right here, Memphis Grizzlies. Oh yeah, that's who he plays for. Okay, let us see his stats. 25 minutes, 3 for 6. All right. Desmond Bain, you're going to put this man over Anthony Simons. That's good role-playing numbers. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a rookie, you're either looking in there to go for role-playing or you're looking in there to make a difference, which I think that's what LaMelo Ball is doing and Edwards and Tyrese Halliburton. I think his plus-minus is up. I don't agree with that. All right, we're going. Okay, okay man, his plus-minus is pretty good. We're going to go two six man. We got number one, Derek Rose. Okay, uh, why? Uh, first of all, Derek Rose has been very underrated ever since his injury. You know, he's been coming on and he's literally just been playing a you know, he's been playing that help out role, that that teach the teacher role. You know, he has, and he's come out this season. And he's done very well for himself, I think, personally. And for him to be able to come off the bench and do that, he deserves the award. Well, I got Jordan Clarkson. Don't, don't, man, don't look at me with those big eyes, man. Who does Jordan Clarkson even play for? Okay, okay. He plays for the Utah Jazz. Now, I'm not a Jazz Um, fan. I don't like the Jazz because I'm a Nuggets fan. But... I'm not even going to explain because I'm sure the people at home listening in know why Jordan Clarkson is number one. Okay. If the Utah Jazz are not first-round exits, then I'll agree with you. Yeah, but it's if of the, the Knicks, season. If you're going based on like awards, you're going of the season. I mean, I, I, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess MVP is uh, named right after the finals usually or during the finals. But... I could I could say why for MVP. I can understand why you're going to name it then and not now because they've lit, already said a couple of stuff that are going out. Like they already put out the um, scoring the scoring titles. They put out that they put, they put out the All NBA teams. Oh, they did. Yeah, they did. Oh. We'll have to go over that next podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see that. All right, next podcast. Join us Thursday. 
Let's go Thursday. Oh, you know what? Yeah, next Thursday. Next Thursday. On a quick note, I'd like to put out there that, um, what's that kid's name? Warriors rookie? James Wiseman. James Wiseman's rookie of the year. All right. Yeah. All right, now you can do whatever you want to do. Okay. AJ, uh, why? You said LaMelo. Oh, shoot. James Wiseman is second in the rookie of the year. <clears throat> and then it's, um, yeah, Anthony Edwards. If your name is not James Wiseman or LaMelo Ball, you're bad. Simply, simply put. <clears throat> so Curry's bad? If you And the rookie of the year race. Okay. And the rookie of the year race. All right. Who do you got for number two on six, man? Um, I don't really have a number two. I I only think it's Derrick Rose. Okay. Well, or maybe on the Warriors, maybe like um, <laughs> dude, <laughs> maybe like a Kent Bazemore type. You know, I haven't really, you know, I really haven't seen too much six man play. You know? Gag me, bro. Gag me, bro. <laughs> all right, bro. But all right, let's let's let's, bro. All right. For my second though, I got I got. Montrez. I got Montrez Harrow. Okay, I can see it. And then third, I got D-Rose. What? I love D-Rose, but I got him third. I think I think that's a fan. I'm all about, so people at home, I'm I'm 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, I'm all about big men. I love big men, and I love defense for those of you at home. So I'm going to go lean toward people with defense. Now... MVP, of course, you saw I put Jokic, but that's because it's Jokic. Anyway, most improved player. Who you got? Julius Randle. Of course. that That's without a doubt. No brainer. It's so easy. That man has in, – in college, everybody's like, wow, this is a prospect right here. He's going to be so good. First year. All right, maybe he's starting off on a rough start. First year. Second year, people are dogging him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Man went over to Pelicans, dogging him. Uh, I remember playing with him 2K, and I remember dogging him myself. He's not well, a very good player. Well, it's also 2K. Okay, yeah. True. And then he went over to the Knicks, bad season again, dogged him. This year, Julius Randle is our savior. Make up your mind, bro. Make up your mind. Seriously, though. All right. I got Randle. Who do you got for number two? Most improved player at number two, I probably put down. You go first. All right. I, gotta... I got I got Jeremy Grant for the Pistons. I mean, no Pistons player should ever be in that ranking. But continue. He was putting out twenty points though per game, somewhere around there, somewhere around twenty points. Oh, that dude kind of popped off. I mean, he was on my Nuggets. And most of our bench players that we had went away. And I don't know what the Nuggets were thinking about, man. Giving up Miles. I don't I don't like him, but Miles Plumley didn't like him on the team. I really didn't. But gave him up. That was a good role player for us. And then we gave up Grant, which I thought was stupid. So I was frustrated. But hey, Grant, Grant got his bag and he went out and played, man. Chase that bag. I don't know how you feel about this, but I don't know how you feel about European League, European, Euro, European, European League players coming over to the U.S. to play in the NBA. 
And I don't know if you really count them as rookie. I don't count them as rookies. Uh, and after watching some of his European highlights, I'd have to, I'd have to go with that. Um, who is that guy? Promotion crew. I don't know. There's like 20 European players in the league, man. You got Kleber. You got on the Nets. On the Nets. Yes. So European. He's not even playing though for the Nets. He's like on the Nets court uh-huh. shooting buckets. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Who? Who, who would it be? I, I I forget his name, but all I know is when he's on the court, he's got like a he's got like a twenty plus minus. I well, if it's, do you even know what a plus minus is? Yes, I do. It's their effectiveness in the game. Jeez. No, it's when he's on the court. That's how much his team is up. Effectiveness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But that doesn't mean it's coming from him. That doesn't matter who it's coming from. As long as it gets there, that's all that matters. So, you don't got – all right. You know what? I'm going to change this. Jamie Grant, number three. <laughs> I, I'm going to say Jamie Grant's my number three. Number two is Christian Wood. I don't, I don't have any more in that category. Not, not even Michael Porter Jr. Um, my Nuggets shooting 45% dude, to three. Yeah. I saw that guy. He did that. He did that three sixty pass, didn't he? Yeah. That was so stupid. <laughs> no disrespect. All right. Next time I see a Warriors player do like some flashy pass, I'm gonna say that I could do that in my sleep. In a nightmare. Dude. It looked like this dude pressed the wrong button on two K, and he was just spinning around in a circle and threw a ball. That's what it looks like. All right. All right. What about DPOI? Defense player of the year. Here you go. No um, it's literally between two people. <laughs> I've got Joel and B. I'm done. I'm leaving, bro. Sit down, man. You're not going <laughs> anywhere. You're going to listen to this. Okay, if you don't like Joel and B, then my other option would have to be Rudy Gobert. There we go. There we go. Holy cow. That's my number one. Who's your number two? Embiid, I'm guessing. Embiid. I got Ben Simmons. That dude okay. is an on-ball defender. He could you could put him on anybody, and he will guard him. Yeah, but I don't understand why he's at the point guard position anyway. The dude's only like seven foot, two hundred fifty pounds. I mean, he's six eleven actually. Pretty close to seven foot. <laughs> this dude could be a center. He could. He could. He he did run power forward his first two years. Well, he was out the first year. But Simmons, I I got him. He he's second. People might say he's first just because he's an on-ball defender. You could argue that. You could say because he does. He locks up people. He locked up uh, some some big-name players this year. He really did. Mm-hmm. But, but see, the thing is, if you got two star players on your team, like let's say Lakers, Simmons, Simmons was guarding LeBron this year. Mm-hmm. And – I mean, you could say he shut him down. You could say he didn't. But I say he he, he did a really well job guarding him. He's a great on-ball defender. But when you got two stars, what are you going to do to stop AD? Embiid was hurt. You ain't going to put small Tobias Harris on him. You're not. You're well, not. I mean, like, sometimes the coaches do that as a joke. Me as a coach, it depends how, it depends put, how the game Yeah, going. you as a coach, you're putting – Payne Pritchard <laughs> it did. on a Jokic or Embiid. It depends on how the game is and going. And saying good luck. It depends on how the game is going. If we're down, if we're getting blown out, yeah, I, I might. If we're up, 
By a lot? Yeah, I might. But if we're in that in-between region, no. Me as an NBA coach, we all know that I would win all 82 games. All right, now let's continue. Me First of all, there wasn't, there wasn't even 82 games this season. Yeah, there was 72. Yeah. I know that. All right, that's good. Who do you got for number three? Um, I'd like to say Anthony Davis, but I really don't feel, I don't feel comfortable saying his name. Um, Andrew Wiggins. Okay, okay. This is just starting off. This is an interesting episode. Andrew? First episode, maybe last after that comment. Andrew Kidding. Wiggins Kidding. is simply the best, youngest defensive player in the league. Well, I got Giannis. Oh, I'm I forgot he existed. <laughs> I got Giannis for number three. I mean, you could argue, but I got him. Final one, I just want one. Who you got for Coach of the Year? Who's the next coach? Tom Thibodeau. I don't know who that is. Steve Nash. Uh, you know, he's, he's coming. He's coming and he's immediately done well. No, so is Tom Thibodeau. He, even Julius, but Julius Randle stated that Tom Thibodeau, the coaching staff, has changed my game. But to make Julius Randle average 11 to 14 points per game to averaging more than DeMar DeRozan for points? It's DeMar DeRozan, man. All right, what about Jamal Murray? Oh. Exactly. Now, 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 now let's talk. Now let's talk. There you go. Because Julius just came in. He came in. Tom Thibodeau straightened him up. And the Knicks are one of the best defensive teams. In the league. If you're coaching, you change the culture. I'm already behind you. Because you got you're, you got Nerlens Noel playing but, good defensively. But I, I saw that man do a chase down block. That man, that man got up there. He blocked a dude twice. I'm telling you, I don't have a problem with Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau, yeah. I don't have a problem with. Him. I had a problem with him. Now I had a problem with him when he was coaching that those T Wolves. <laughs> it's still the T Wolves at the end of the day. If you can come into any team and change the change the emotions, change the culture. You're a good coach, but you I are. just think I just think you know Steve Nash has also done a good job. I think any coach that's also been a player always has that you know you know what they're going through. So yeah, but you know like Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr, he uh-huh. was a player, and he's he's one of the best coaches of all time. I will say that he he can go down as one of the best coaches, but. Um, I'm sorry. Do you put Steve Nash because of the team that they have right now? No. With Blake Griffin, <laughs> Kevin Durant, Kyrie, James Harden, Joe Harris, Spencer Dinwiddie. It's not like they're going to win a championship or anything. Do you, actually, who do who do you got? Wink, wink. You got you got the Nets going all the way, all the way. I think it'll. I think I think they'll fold. I think they'll fold, and I think it'll be sad. Hey, you, because people don't know, man. Who are you taking for that last shot? Is it going to be Kevin Durant? Is it going to be Kyrie? Is it going to be Harden? When you have too many personalities on the team, it gets too hard. When you have too many superstars on the team, it gets too hard. It does. But that's the thing that Steve Kerr did well. He had everybody. But I don't think think Clay Thompson or Steph Curry has a personality. I really don't. They do whatever it takes to help the team win. So if another player says that they want to take the shot, you better be a good player. 
If another player says that they want to take <laughs> it ain't going to be no shot. Draymond Green. I want to take that <laughs> final three-pointer. The, the beams down on earth. Kevin. <laughs> Who do you want taking that last shot? I got Draymond Green. <laughs> Kevin Looney. <laughs> oh, man. The minute, the minute Kevin Looney makes a three. Dude, you destroyed me in 2K with him, bro. (laughs) I was so mad when that happened. Man. Yo, for those people at home, me and him, we're playing Call of Duty 2K with Madden all the time. And honestly, I carry him in Call of Duty, and he just loves to destroy me in 2K. Hey, I've gotten better. Because you remember when we first started playing 2K together? I was garbage. You were butt juice. I was garbage. You were butt juice. But, um... As the game, as the game evolved, I got better. You know, green meters. But that's besides the point. Uh, I mean, when Giannis is dropping 20 feet in the air to pop <laughs> a floater. Yeah, and when you're using LeBron AD combo, I guess it is. I mean, when you're, pop, when you're popping threes from half court with Steph Curry and greening everything, especially when you did it with um, Drew Holiday. And when I you're just... greening multiple shots in a row with <laughs> Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma. I, I guess it Kyle is pretty hard on. Oh, Multiple yeah. greens in the corner by Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Game's chalk at that point. But, sadly, guys, that is the end of our episode. This is the first episode that we've made. Hope you guys enjoyed. Anything else to say about what we talk about? Oh, no. It was a, it was a very productive day. It was. It I, was. Can't, I can't wait to cover the rest of the play-in. I think it'll be a very good experience. Yeah, yeah, well, it'll be it'll be fun. We'll be talking about stuff next week on Thursday. We'll be talking about the all NBA teams. We'll definitely get some more football stuff out there. Talk about that. We'll probably talk. You know, we'll we'll probably talk about our teams, Broncos and Giants. Mm-hmm. Wind up talking about them, and we'll talk about the playoff picture next time. Anyway, thank you for listening. Peace. <laughs>